Hello, welcome to Black Girl Tea. Welcome back. <laughs> As I chomp on my cheese doodles. I have cheese it. Bro, these hot. Well, this one is buffalo. Buffalo. Huh? Honey barbecue. But I'm going to crack open this hot and honey when I'm done. I thought they were the same thing. Yeah, I've never had these before. I bought those yesterday. I have those. But I've never had the bar. I love them. Honey bar. So we're recording in my closet. So where you, you know, all the action happens in the closet. Have I had some action in this closet? <laughs> you smoked. I might have. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I've never had closet action. You trying to change that? No, I'm kidding. No, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend. Okay. Yo, <laughs> we fucking need food. This food. No, really? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. It's because we had breakfast and like. That shit was hitting. It was hitting, but it was also like, and like since then we've just been snacking. Yeah, I might even get myself a drink. I don't think I have anything else to drink here. Can I have some water? Yeah. Can't get up. I drink mm-hmm. already. No, it's fine. I have literally a gallon <laughs> of water here. Um, so, yeah. So, we're we talk about boys. We're talking about boys this episode. This is part of our um, Black OT healing segment. We did... So far, we've talked about, we did the opening, so if you're this part in, you've already missed um, three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you already missed three episodes, so you can go back and hear it. So you can hear the intro where we are talking about um, just why we're deciding to do this segment and like little, little sign signs. The first official episode is about our families. Because we are saying that this whole thing starts in the home, like things that we've picked up. Then we talked about mm-hmm. friendship. That was the bottle, by the way. <laughs> uh, my hand. Well, I saw it. it, but like I know, I just and they, they got it. <laughs> um, we talked about friendships and like how we've noticed certain things within <laughs> Bro, we're really in a fucking closet. <laughs> Listen, it works. Um, how we notice things in our friends and walking away from situations and understanding when not to push so hard and now we talk about dun 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 oh wait no what's the law and order thing like dun dun that's even more um so now we talk about men and transmuting the bullshit that men put you through or that you experience with men. Yeah. But we're going to do icebreaker as always. Icebreaker. Now our icebreaker is this or that. We'll do like two rounds. You know, I had all this time to think about it and I don't have I didn't anything. Think about it either, so <laughs> I'm going to say um, four loco or crack. <laughs> I'm going to say crack because I'm down for a new experience. I'm gonna go. I just don't want to get addicted. <laughs> One time and done. Yo, you know what's funny? I would there definitely always, want it done, crack. There's a bunch of like 
memes that are talking about how like part of adulthood is realizing that a lot of people around you do like coke and shit. Yo, not that. That's true. Like there's some people that Jared! Know, like, <laughs> not my husband. Nah, he probably don't do crack. But I'm hoping he probably pops um, pills. So. Okay, but bro, I this shoes like I'm sitting people... on is mad cushioned. What shoes? It's just sneakers. Oh. I don't remember putting my sneakers in the closet. I'd be more organized than I think. Because I don't remember putting any shoes back in the closet. But anyway. um, Yeah, people are always saying how, like, <laughs> when you grow up, you realize, like, a lot of people have done more drugs than you think. And I was like, I thought we were all smoking weed over here. But <laughs> so, yeah, I think for my this event, I'm going to do, I'm going to do local. I just don't think our people should be touching crack. That's what you want to do. Please I just want to do it one it. time. Right, please want it done it. I heard it's only a 20 minute high. So. <laughs> just my luck. My ass does it and I'll be walking backwards like the man in Stanford. Bro, <laughs> one bad trip. One bad trip and I'm over. All right. Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Oh. I'm kind of a Starbucks fan. Only because I work there. Know how to make cool things there. Um, so I'm gonna say Starbucks, but the cheap part of me wants to say Dunkin'. Mm, Starbucks. Gonna have to say Starbucks yeah. too. They also have better food, like that spinach and feta. See, I don't really eat the food at Starbucks, but like, if I'm gonna get an iced coffee, I'll get my iced coffee from Dunkin', mm-hmm. and then I'll get my refreshers from Starbucks. But Starbucks has the better cups. You know, I like my yeah. cups. So that, um, I just have a lot more option at Starbucks than I do at Dunkin' Period, though. So, I don't know. That's mine. Um, okay. Round two. This or that. Um. Uh. <laughs> Usher or Trey Song? Oh, my God. I just had to think about some niggas. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Trey Songs. Wait, okay, on a music level or on a like, do I prefer to look at one more than the other? I think that far. Let's go looks. Looks, I'm gonna say Trey Songs. Okay, looks, I'm going. I'm going Usher for looks, which I didn't think I'd ever say out loud. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going Usher for looks. I like that little flare in his nose. I want little, Trey Songs. The little Haitian Yes, the Haitian play. Oh, Trey Songz with the breeze. I want Trey Songz with the breeze. I don't want him today. But he was kind of scrawny then. It's all right. All right. Yeah. I'm still picking on Shirley. <laughs> I still like his nose a lot. Okay. <sighs> Casamigos and Hypnotic or Angry Orchard and Coors Light. Oh. That's actually hard because I hate Coors Light. I have Coors Light in my bar too. And it hasn't been touched. Um, I'm going to go Casamigos Hypnotic. Even though I think Hypnotic tastes like hazelnut and I hate hazelnut. Hypnotic and Casamigos. Well, I've tried both. So I'm going to sit here and say Casamigos and and Hypnotic. I'm not together. I haven't tried No, I've tried the the Casamigos and Hypnotic and I've tried the Angry Orchard and Coors Light. Like I've tried them. And I'm gonna say Casamigos and Hypnotic. I could see it for that. Um, better. 
I know that would taste better for sure. Yeah, but Casamigos. Well, I love Casamigos by itself. Um, um, it's questionable with me when it comes to Hypnotic by itself. I don't like Coors Light, but I love Tap Angry Orchard. So there's that with me. Tap anything. I actually like a lot of um, beers from the tap. A lot better for me. Okay. And the only beer that I will try. I tried the Coors Light and shit because someone was like, try it. From the tap? Yeah. So it was, they gave me a, a tall cup with half Angry Orchard, half Coors Light. And it was pretty decent, but sorry, I didn't mean to. Did you? Now to these ugly men. <laughs> with neck breathe on the hearts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I actually dated a man with neck braids, y'all. <laughs> Let's take it back. Oh my god. Take it back. Let's take it back. Um, do you wanna start? Do you want me to start? You can start. Okay. Um I feel like when it comes to dating relationships, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of relationships. Like things that I would call like serious serious relationships uh a lot of my relationships like i haven't been in like a three-year relationship i haven't i don't think i've even been in a year relationship i've been in like a year-long entanglement but like not entanglement in like their sense of the word but like year-long like we're dating intensely and then we stop dating but someone's still trying to get back in my good graces or like that kind of thing so basically I've had a lot of people like fuck up and a lot of what I feel like I have to heal from dating is like things that I've tolerated so I'm telling y'all what the fuck <laughs> I don't let slide um, and I'm not I'm saying this people are obviously you know we put our business out there but it's also so that you guys are not also dealing with Repeating the shit. It, like, yeah. hear us and understand that, okay, we've already we've dealt with it. We're sharing a truth that is ours um, in hopes that you don't have to deal with it in the future. So, is there a flash my water? Oh, gosh. She's about to give I me mean, eyelash water. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've been, I didn't start really dating until I got to college. I was like dating someone in high school and I guess that was serious, but also we were kids. Anything that happened in high school does not count. I don't think it counts, especially, I feel like if it was to last into college and like a little bit down the line, um, it would be different. It also didn't, it didn't teach me anything. Like he was a little gangbanger, but like. <laughs> like that had nothing to do with and y'all know how I feel about gangbangers <laughs> that had nothing to do with <laughs> like me and like leaving my hometown and stuff like there are some girls who get really caught up and they end up staying to be with their gangbanging boyfriend and they don't go get the opportunities that are out there for them so luckily I didn't have to deal with that um, but when I started dating a little more seriously in college uh, it was interesting because 
I had always, we did the curvy girl segment. So I've always been a curvy girl. I was curvy throughout college as well. But the, I would fluctuate OD in college. And so I felt like it was more of a thing where when I was like a little bit slimmer, then I felt like everybody would flock to me. And then on top of that, it was learning how men would see black women as fetish like as a fetish especially being in college and noticing white guys treating you like a fetish right so that's what i've learned in like dating and a lot of what i had to transmute was thinking that every white guy only wanted to taste chocolate that was like my first hard hitting like every time i i talk to a white guy as you guys have heard in the past i do date the rainbow i'm not against well now now i'm at a point where i i need to marry black that i know for sure but in dating i'm not against like going on a date with a white guy hanging out with a white guy like whatever but i feel like when it's time for me to settle 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 and really get my shit in a row um my partner i would love him to be black and even more so now Specifically, like Black American, no more Africans. <laughs> Eat chip. Let's go on record and say that. Um, I have nothing against you guys. I love you guys, but in terms of understanding um, culture and reality, I'm I'm back at Black American men. But the first, the very first thing I had to um, come to terms with in terms of dating outside of my race was understanding how much of a fetish I would be to certain people in that I was um, more of just a thrill and experience and not really feeling adequate enough to like I guess be their their girl like be their woman and I feel like for the first like that should only hurt me for like six months because after that I was like yeah, I'm not even cute. <laughs> I got, I like got over that. <laughs> and then, um, when I started dating outside of college is when, I feel like that's when a lot of like the real bullshit started happening because I was now meeting men in the real world. So those of you who have gone and lived on a college campus and like you understand the dynamics of living on a, a campus where it's kind of this big bubble, which is like so not the same as the real world like it's just I can't even really explain it but it's a a different reality living on a campus with people for four years is not the same as living in a town for four years like this is just a a totally different thing um and when I got outside of that bubble of college going to deal with men who are not pursuing anything like when you're everyone's in college everyone's pursuing one thing everyone's there to get their degree um but being outside of that bro i'm laying the fuck out in this closet listen (laughs) be comfortable um you start to meet people who are different uh different paths in their lives not that that's not the same in school but i was meeting 40 year old men who had children and wanted to start dating again i was meeting people who are like in veterinary school and doing their like you know what I mean like doing their own thing but still having this I guess this side hustle I don't want to call yeah I'll call it a a side hustle of trying to get somebody or trying to date somebody it was just totally different 
So I feel like a lot of who I encountered <laughs> once I got to Stanford outside of school was like some bullshit. Um, I met a lot of people who were very quick. Every every person I've I've been with, they've been very quick and very intense in that we would meet, we would agree to take things slow, and it would not be that way. Like, ever. It would never stay that way. It would never stay just like, okay, we're like, we're just, we're feeling this out with each other. It was, okay, once we decide that we were going to take it slow, is when we immediately go fast the next um, thing. Uh, that's something I've, I'm worried about and something I definitely need to heal from um, before I take the next step into another relationship because that's been it for the past like three years it's been and also it's been a spectrum too so it's been a spectrum but it's been either side like far ends of the spectrum so I either meet someone who comes and Harry who comes and Ah, she said names listen (laughs) Harry has Since been mentioned. Names. <laughs> He's been mentioned before. This is gonna be the episode that gets taken off of Spotify and Apple Music <laughs> because it never fails when we talk about men. They listen to the episodes, and it's not even that they know. Like I didn't say nothing to them. Mm-hmm. Jay don't say nothing. Then I get a text message like, "So you talked about me on right. your podcast?" <laughs> well, Harry does not have access to me anymore. Okay, great. But we love um, Harry. He was on the side of the spectrum where. Well, first of all, Harry didn't... He made a complete change uh, while we were, like, dating and stuff. He was... He was a white man, and then he was a black man. <laughs> That's a joke, y'all. But anyway... Um, <laughs> but if you saw the pictures, you would know what I'm talking about. Um, but I went from Spectrum, so it's, like, him being, like, oh, I just want to bone, and, like, I don't want anything serious. And then kind of, like going backwards but you know what I mean so it's like the last time we spoke to him was wow the last time we spoke to Harry was a year ago because uh I bought him to work with me (laughs) and he spoke to Nai and when he spoke to Nai he told her that um I had ditched him I had ghosted him for like months but he was the kind of person who was all goofy and I just want to bone and then turn serious like why are you leaving me I actually wanted to be with you so I get that or I get people who are like uh, Sebastian who's another guy I've dated who wanted to be married after who wanted to move me out the country <laughs> just a couple of months after being together so I feel like I've always gotten these like polar opposite of men and then, as you guys know, more um, most recently, me being with Joe for a very short time, and then him wanting to have a child. I feel like it's always been that, like, I like you, and yeah, I agree to with you that we should take this slow. And then it suddenly just becomes, uh, now nah, we need to hurry this up right now. Like, I want to tie you in. I want to do this. I want to do that. And... Now, that leads me up to this, because like I said, I haven't dated, like, a lot, a lot, and I haven't had any serious, serious, long relationships, but I feel like now when I'm 
thinking of my healing and I think of it in terms of like partners I need to I don't I feel like I need to like now be more stern with myself too because it's not even the fact that they that we agree that we take it slow and they just take it there it's also me being like oh okay like this feels good though so like we can take it there but also now moving forward have a fear which I'm not over yet probably because my most recent thing only ended officially like closed chapter chapter a month ago now I have this fear that everyone especially because I'm getting older I'm telling you if you're not 25 yet um or if you are 25 do you probably feel this like when you start to meet people who are older they are in a rush like an extreme rush they are and, it, and it's not it's not the same rush that you feel like i need to hurry up and get to work right like no it feels it's a like different rush. it's crazy like it's it's a kind of rush where it feels like your flight already left yeah all right and you're trying to hurry and like you're still trying to get to the flight right like you're still trying to get the flight the flight left like it's that intensity and i think moving forward i'm kind of i'm not scarred but i am a little worried that like every person i meet moving forward is going to be that way because we are getting to that age of like start settling down start getting married start having kids I feel like every person that I meet is going to be either, like, they're either going to be non-committal, want two fucking girlfriends, like, (laughs) (laughs) they're going to be that type, or they're going to be, like, we need to hurry this up, like, I like you, you like me, why can't we just have a child right now, why can't we just get married tomorrow, why can't we just, why can't we just, when I kind of want a happy medium. So I feel like just right now, I'm not completely open to dating. Like, <clears throat> of course, a girl want to get her rocks off, but uh, that's okay. We're buying a sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $169. Like, no, I'm kidding. We're not getting a sex doll, but <laughs> I am. I am <laughs> they look weird, man. Nah, they definitely do look weird. And also, I don't want to do all the work. <laughs> You gotta put that motherfucker behind you. And, I have to still push and get a, and get a um. Now see, you gotta get the you gotta get the sex doll. I gotta get a kid. and you gotta get a the vibrating chair. That's the only thing you could. I'm not getting a kit. That's so much money. Not Another the vibrating chair from Walmart. Oh my god. Another free though. It's just finding the right. Listen, I've realized, and you, this is something we both experienced. We are not doing anything else for free. True. This damn tattoo didn't. <laughs> I don't even live here no more. Um, but yeah, I'm at a point where Did I you am. Wearing the same shoes? Where? Oh, they're very similar. Oh yeah, a lot of my shoes are very similar. I don't know. <laughs> As we're recording this, I'm putting Shariah's shoes on. You're gonna realize those are huge. I love those boots though. Is this um, so. Okay, I'm having so many outfits in my head right now. Yeah, I haven't worn. I'm like waiting for to do something so I can wear <laughs> things. But so yeah, can we go out next weekend? <laughs> As the person who's not supposed to spend money, right? Listen, we done spent so spend much money, money this two days. Yo, we one and a half because I only took out sixty dollars from like the cash I had. Oh. I was like, I'm not spending more than sixty dollars, and I still have forty dollars in my bag. Oh, okay, that's so, like, we're doing good. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but yeah, I'm a little scarred right now because y'all know this is trash. Nah, not trash, but like, there are a lot of things that I feel like I put up with, um, which in hindsight was like, are you fucking dumb, Shay? Like, putting, you know what I mean? Like, there are certain things that were said, like, I've had people say like, okay, if you're not ready, I'm just going to find somebody else. Like, and then you're like, no, 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 no. Right, like, and then you start to, like, you want to compromise a little bit. Like, at the moment, I will never tell a man to his face, like, oh, my God, no, like, don't do that. I was like, yeah, go fucking do that. Like, you know, because I'm a bit of a hothead as well. Um, But thinking after that, like, damn, maybe they're right. Like, maybe I should be getting focused on this next chapter or, like, if I want to be with them, maybe I can compromise a little bit. That's what the old girls tell you all the time. But you gotta compromise, blah blah blah. Child. Listen, no. <laughs> I would say definitely compromise, but to an extent. To an extent. To the point, like compromise, like dates, you know. But like, if he wants to have a kid on February third, and you want to have a kid on September second, maybe like, how about we meet in the middle and do this? Right. Now, if he wants to have a kid in twenty twenty one. And you want to have a kid in 2031, and he's still pushing it. That is not something that to is compromise. not something to compromise. So that's what a lot of um, a lot of my healing is overcoming like shit that was said or like certain what felt like ultimatums. They probably weren't like that's probably not what the person was trying to give me, but that's what I took it as like an ultimatum. Um, so just kind of picking and choosing what to compromise with. Cause I feel like there's some things that, um, I compromise too much on the fact that, for example, Joe and I stopped talking and then the fact that I still wanted to try to make it work when for a little bit, it was it, like clearly wasn't working. So I have to learn when to finally let go. And also, another thing that I suck at, I suck at letting my my emotions, like, ride through it. When I go through a breakup, I expect to be over it the next day. Like, the next day. <laughs> like, when I wake up the next day, um, I expect me to not even think about that person. And that's not something that's healthy. So we were talking a couple weeks ago. And I talked about healthy, we were talking about healthy attachments to people, but also I realized that I need to learn healthy detachments. I need to learn how to like healthily get over a person. And sometimes the only way to do that is with time and allowing myself to feel whatever it is that situation meant to me. But I never do that. I always am like, okay, why am I not over it? And it causes me to have more of a... Of a, um, a little bit of a niche. Yeah, it, has, it causes me to have more of a strain, too, letting go. Like, why why does it take you so long to let go of this person? But not realizing, like, okay, even though this person was in your life for this amount of time, they made this bit of impact. They made you see this in yourself. Like, all those things, like, stir up and they matter. But if you don't have a healthy detachment style, all of that growth that you made within that relationship can go down. 
because you feel like we talk, like ultimately sometimes we we feel like we need to hate the person in order to really let them go and that's not the case sometimes you can love a person immensely and still know that they're not the right person for you right so that's where i am in terms of healing with these men um currently not dating but maybe taking applications for um a little bone partner <laughs> it's fall man like well it's about to be fall and it's about to be winter like did you cuddle buddy? i didn't think i was gonna be single for the winter i was like oh my god like i'm gonna be able to cuddle not that my man my ex was like i mean i was the person that <laughs> yo the i really want to try to stop talking like that what not that my man couldn't cuddle <laughs> he was a little baby he was small man like, he was the only thing that was small about him was his height let's get that right <laughs> I'll give, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll put that on record. He's definitely going to listen to this. Because wow. he, he's been liking stuff on Instagram again. <laughs> You're annoying, by the way. You need to figure your shit out, too. Okay? Like, figure your shit out. Um, also, the friendship thing. That's another thing I've been trying to, like, figure out. Can I actually be friends with Matt? And right now, it's a fuck for no. That, okay. I tried. I'm going to answer that for you. And it's like, like, I feel like ideally with some, with some, it depends on the person, right? That's, that's the answer to the question. It depends on the person. Right. But with the situation with you and Joe, I think it's hard for you guys to be friends with each other now because you weren't friends with each other for a long time before you started dating. Right. So I, that like, this, and this is why I keep saying like all of the relationships, I'm not friends with any of them. I don't talk to any of them. And Sometimes when they come back, because y'all know how men are, they always come back. And when they come back, they come back on the same thing. They don't come back and it's a genuine, how are you? I'm just checking in on you. It's, how are you? I'm checking in on you. I still love you. I want to pick up where we left off. And then and, picking up where they left off is usually literally picking up where they left off. They don't want to process what happened right. before. They're, they're just like, I just Hello. Took, I took some time away. <laughs> I'm so, back. So uh, the situation is done and we're back to our regular I'm schedule. Back on the program. Payroll. That's not it. So I've been trying to, because I've never, I've never been friends with the ex, like genuinely friends. And honestly with Joe, that was something I wanted to try because we had such a really nice chemistry like without the sex without talking about children and marriage and all that stuff but then it quickly proved not to be that we were not able to do that not without the physical like that's what it yeah so it's like you you don't have friends you don't have like sex with your friends that's it if you do, then it's more of a friends with <laughs> it's more of a friends with benefits thing. But I think for me personally, of course, scale your situation. Only you know your life, all right? Don't look I'm not trying to be no guru or nothing. But for me, if you are somebody who I was deeply intimate with, and I'm not saying we just we just had one bang it out night. I'm I mean like we had a like bang it out nights, like <laughs> saying I love you and stuff like that's a different platform to build just like a strictly platonic friendship for me 
it's gonna it takes a little bit more reconstructing of the relationship to get to that point for me um and I haven't met anybody willing to put in the work because they still see me and they still want the money which is like doesn't work so yeah that's where I am but you know when it gets cold if any of y'all want to cuddle preferably a bearded man with a bald head that's 6'3 and up yeah <laughs> I'm changing Shay's narrative. I don't think I, I want. Uh, nah, you need some hair. I'm not against bald though. I'm not against bald. It's all fun and games being bald till he puts on a rolly hat and you realize he probably ain't shit either. Oh, that's a fucking rolly <laughs> hat, bro. It's crazy because I hate rolly hats because like I love rolly. The stigma I love how behind they look, it, man. but I love rolly. Hats. I love the look of a rolly hat. So. <laughs> If you wear rolly hats, you can wear it to bed too. Like, I'm good with that. But you can't wear your outside clothes in my bed. So you gotta bring it inside rolly hat. Right. <laughs> one specifically. <for> that. <laughs> gotta have one that you leave it. Right. That's where I am though. Um. Oh gosh, my turn. Oh, okay. In the past, because I can't say. Well, yeah, in the past. My issue is so Shay has problems with detaching. I have problems getting attached. <laughs> like, I'm so, like... My feelings are always over there. Um, or I get attached too late. Like, it's like, oh, he was really about me. Well, I guess I'll get about him now. And it's just like, we didn't already had a riff. We're back at it. Um, but I'll say, like, something that I need healing from when it comes to dudes is, like... I guess it's with all relationships. I try to help you fight your battles and then it becomes me fighting your battles. So I want you to be the best you that you can be. So I'm out here finding the resources for you and like putting in the work that you should be putting in the work because I kind of want you to be on the same level as me. Not saying that you need to be as knee deep in your career or whatever it is that you're doing that I am. But like, I don't want to be dating someone who's like, just not in the beginning stages of certain things. I also date guys who are older than me. So a lot of them are already like, they know where they want to be, but they have to heal. Right. So they come to me because I'm such a quote unquote healing spirit. I have such a healing spirit. Um, I help them get through their healing journeys easier than other women have in the past. And then I'm starting to get this. I allow people to compare me a lot. Like, my ex would never do this. My ex had never, ever, like, talked to me about therapy like this. Or my ex never did this. And I let that shit rock because sometimes, like, that's how you can see the growth of a person that you are. Like, you can be like, yo, when I was with this person, I would never sit here and talk about my feelings. But now I'm at a point with this person where I can have that conversation. Right. Um, but I was allowing it to just genuinely, like, be toxic. Actually, just, um, same actually yeah and I missed it that was, point too but yeah same. like I, it was just it started and it always ends like it always starts off as like little shit like yo like it is it's the innocence of it and it's like not that they're comparing you to be like funny or anything but it's just like they're really evaluating their relationships and where they've grown in relationships but they're not realizing that it becomes such a toxic thing to bring it up so often right and as innocent as it is for them as the woman sitting there who you're in my face is like why you always gotta bring her up and then it makes you start you start to question other things and sometimes when you question it you have every right to because you're like in my eyes it's like 
bro, you bring this bitch up so often. Are y'all still involved with each other? Right. And then it's like, well, you gotta, why you bring feel like that? Because you bring her up all the time. Well, now you start to act just like her. So then it's like, you know what? I don't have to deal with this. Right. Um, but I wasn't, before I wouldn't address it. Like, I'd just be like, oh, here we go with the comparisons. And like I said, I forgot which, I think it was in the family one. I said, like, I hate when people compared me. It didn't matter if it was like, oh, you look just like your mom or that's such a mom face. Like, you're making the same face as your mom. I hate it. And I'm realizing even more and more that it's like, that was a, a reason why I hated it so much. Because it was like, yo, my ex used to do that. I'm not her. Right, like, like <laughs> can we clean slate this? Right. Like, if this is supposed to be new and we're new people to each other, why is there why, a need why is to this... bring up somebody from the past? Right. And like, I feel like sometimes the one thing I, if you guys are listening, I would like you to think about it in our shoes. If I sit here and compare you to another... Right. Like, if I said, oh my God, you pulled doors out, my ex would never... Right. Like, you you paid for dinner three times this week. My ex let me pay for one every time we went right. out. Like, so if I like said that to you... don't want to keep hearing it. Even right. if it's something that you're trying to say as a compliment, I think there's still a way to bring it up. It's like, just a thank you for doing this for Right. Me. That's it. And, it or you generalize it. Like, I've never experienced this particular thing with right. people in general. Not... My ex never brought me to, like I went out with a dude recently and like we got the bill. We went out the first time, he paid. The second time. Sorry y'all. The <laughs> they know we be hungry. Like if they're not used to us eating by now, <laughs> they just never gonna be used to it. But I went out with him the first time, he paid for everything. And then the second time when we came out, um I guess now it's it's for certain people, I guess it depends on whoever your waiter or waitress is. They ask more, from me, from what I've experienced, like, they ask you now a lot more, like, is it together or is it separate? And he was like, it's together. And because he said it's together, I guess the guy assumed that he was going to be the one paying for it. So I reached across the table and I'm like, I got it. Like, you paid for the other date and you, we went in your car, like, this time, let me pay, like, at least let me pay for something. And he was just, like, kind of shook. And then when we got in the car, he was like, why did you pay? And I'm like, bro, you paid for the last one. Like, why can't I pay for it? And I made the comment, like, gender roles over here aren't really a thing. It was just like, huh. Because with my ex, and I, like, when he said it, like, yo, with my ex, like, if we went somewhere, I was the one who was paying. It didn't matter if it was my idea to go there. It doesn't matter, like, what it was. I paid for everything. And I made the comment, like, well, things are different over here. I'm a different, like... I'm truly, when I say I'm different, I'm truly different. And that's what makes me different. Because I truly, y'all niggas really be napkins on the low. I'm not even, like, a fabric that y'all can find in the stores. Like, y'all gotta really talk for me. But, like, I let him know right then and there. Like, the comparisons to what your ex did is not gonna fly over here. Like, just accept it. Like, you know, obviously, say thank you for someone introducing you to some new experiences. It doesn't matter how small or big uh, new experiences i think you should probably you should definitely always be appreciative of a new experience and once i had that conversation with him he was like wow like i didn't realize that that would affect you like that and i was like no it didn't affect me like that this time but previously later down the line we were dealing with this shit and it was really affecting me and then he sat there and thought about it and was like I can see where you're coming from with that. Like, I would feel some type of way if every time we did something, someone right. upset it. Every so, single time. That's, that's that. Um, I think it's good that, like, well, you had that experience in the past. So, going forward, you were able to be like, yeah, no, this stops right But now. before, I wouldn't let it. Like, I had it in the past and was still letting it slide. 
Okay. And it didn't matter how. Like, that's why, like, it's something that I'm healing from because with my family, going back to my family, when I would say to them, like, yeah, I may have done something that someone else did, but we didn't have the same end result. Mm. Let me, let my, what I'm doing speak for me as an individual. Stop comparing me to them. It would be like, oh, here she go, overreacting. Ha ha ha. Later down the line, it's happening again. Right. Later down the line, it's happening again. Later down the line, it's happening again. That's funny because that's and I would, the first time. This is the first time that I've experienced. I haven't experienced that with my family, but experiencing that in the most recent relationship, I get what you feel. Yeah. You know, I've never felt that before, but hearing that, like, all right, here you go. Like, yeah. It's not even that big of a deal. And it's so like, I was getting that from I my family. You. And then I was getting it from my friends because it was like, okay, we get it. Right. You're in the creative industry. We understand where you're coming from. But still would do the same bullshit. So when it came to dating, it was just like, I don't like when you compare me to your ex. Oh, my fault. It's not that big of a deal. And maybe the first time it wasn't that big of a deal. But here right. we are seven times later, and it's that big of a deal plus more now. Mm-hmm. So when it came to rocking with this new dude who I went out to eat with, and I was just like, I'm not like... I'm going to say to you this time, I'm going to be very stern with it. If it happens again, I'm going to be stern with you again. Now, should we get to a third time, I'm walking the fuck away. Because I'm not going to sit here and allow you to continue to revert back to shit with your ex. Because that tells me you ain't over her. Right. Sorry to scratch you. Like, you're not over her. For her to be such a lingering in in what me and you got. And I never met this woman. Come on now. I don't even know who she is. Like, get out of here. So I was just like, yep, no, nah, I have to speak. I have to say something to him because that was a part of my healing process. But it probably, for him, and he's not someone who brings his ex up at all. Like, he like he explained, like, I do have a relationship with her because we do share a God kid. Because of, a, like, they were in a relationship for a while. And, like, they come from the same friends group. So, like, they do keep in contact because of the kid. But he explained it, and that was, like, it was a, that was the opportunity for it to be an open book conversation. We had the conversation. And then he showed me, like... I've been in a restaurant with him and she's been on the other side of the room and he's walked by to use the bathroom and he said shit like came back to the table didn't even look her way didn't even like check behind him like no he walked by sat down and he's like we once outside of that kid we have nothing to talk about now when she takes her like his ex has a kid so he's like if she's taking her kid to great adventure she'll be like listen I'm taking the kids I know you are his godfather and like the other people within the friends group also have children so it's like you are his godfather but you don't have children but this is what we're doing as a collective so you're either gonna be there or you're not right and then he has his response whatever it is and then they keep it pushing so like with that it was a for him it was a realization of like i'm really over her because i don't have to bring her up to anybody and then for me it was just like all right we're gonna see if he's really listening for this to even move forward to be something else um i also move on other people's time sometimes like which because of I don't really know where I'd be wanting to be like I don't know if I want a relationship like some days I wake up like I can hold hands with somebody in the grocery store <laughs> and then the other days I'd be like I don't even want to look at you niggas like, <laughs> like that's how it would be for me so I always get involved with someone like right after I'm done with someone else and it's not that I don't have time to heal with some. like I'll heal from that person's bullshit and here's the person like Hello, I want to be your friend. And then I come with all my glams and glitz. And then it's like, well, see, actually, I know you said you didn't want to be in a relationship, but you have this effect on me and it makes me want to be in a relationship with you. 
And then I'm like, okay, well, we can see where it goes. And then I'm moving on their time. Like, I really don't want the relationship in the back of my head, but I'm moving on your time because you you didn't express yourself. So I get, and that comes again from me not being, me not allowing my feelings to get involved with it. And by not letting my feelings get involved in the moment, we're like, okay, I like this dude. Like, we could really be vibing. And I would like him, but I wouldn't, like, admit that to myself. And then afterwards, I'm like, my feelings are super hurt when something happens because I'm like, damn, I didn't even process that as my feelings were actually involved with this. Mm-hmm. So then it's a whole nother situation. Um, and that's that's pretty much it with me, with dudes. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm going on dinner date so I don't have to pay for food. Now that's fucked up. <laughs> now I'm dating like but I'm not I'm not looking at any of these dudes to be serious with. I also like I'm in a very weird place in my career where like I've got my feet right where I need them to be, but I know that I need to be going hard. And I don't think dating someone seriously dating them right now would be most beneficial for me in my career so we could we could go to dinner and chop it up i'll spend a night two days a week have my toothbrush in your bathroom just in case i need it but i'm not gonna i'm not at a place where i can give someone my all right now and i hope people understand that and if you don't kick rocks in buddy i guess i wouldn't say i never feel like i have to give my all um, in a relationship, and I never feel like I want to feel that way. I never want to feel like I when I say give my all, it's like on a very generic level. Like I feel like I, if we're dating and we do plan on going, like letting it go into be something a lot more serious, I need to be able to effectively communicate with you on a very basic level. Yeah, we should be having time in our schedule to see each other, even if it is something on Facetime. Mm-hmm. I should be able to come to you on a very basic level to let you know what's going on in my life right. and I don't want to let anyone in right now because of where I, how I am in my career I'm unsure about certain places where I'm stepping my feet right and for me to be unsure within myself regarding what I'm doing in my career that would be such an emotional process on someone else because then they are unsure like am I not good enough and on a basic level of things I can't give you that right now gotcha. that that little bit of an all I can't give you right now I wouldn't want to damage someone. Because I already know <laughs> me not being super in tune with my emotions could also be a very damaging thing. Mm-hmm. But to be so focused on my career right now while also not being a very emotional person could be a very damaging thing at the end of the day. Right. And it's like, I'd rather just tell you up front, like, bro, I really don't know. Like, one day I'll be all fine to talk with y'all. And the next day I've been work 17 hours at work. I'm at the bar afterwards and you don't know if I really like you or not. <laughs> but the next day I'm all in your face like that's not fair to someone. Right. So I couldn't give you that generic level of an all, which is why I'll keep my distance a little bit. I think another thing I've like it's not something I'm healing. I won't say it's like something I'm healing from like in its own thing, but it's something that is like connected to everything. Um, is it goes back to the compromising thing and it's a little bit about settling as well because I feel like there are things that I have settled for that necessar- that wasn't necessarily like 
not a bad thing, but like it's just the fact that I've been like, all right, well, this is not happening right now, but maybe in the future, blah blah blah. So I think it's it's more so taking people as like as they show you and learning not to fall for potential. Which is easy. Everyone thinks it's really easy to say, like, don't fall in love with potential. But I think sometimes, like, when you get into something, you think something has a potential to grow. You know that. Right. You're like, okay, we there's a potential for us to, like, learn each other and learn what we like and be able to effectively give that to the person. Um, but there has been, like, very two very distinct times where I've settled on things that I wanted or like things that um like little requirements which people are like stop like you shouldn't have any like wall up or any requirements when it comes to love you should let it flow but then I think that you it's totally fine for you to have requirements and preferences it's very fine to have requirements and preferences um and there have been times where I went against that and I feel like that um I feel like I've gotten burned a little bit. So, like, children was my number one thing. I understand now that I'm 25 and that I date some older guys that they have children, but one of my biggest requirements is that the person didn't have children. Because having children means you have a connection to a past person. You're a parent. It's not even just about the past person. It's about you being a parent in general and the role you have as a parent is very important first it's your first priority and for me not being a parent and not even being ready to fully be a parent I didn't want to go through any of that with them it's different when you're just dating them when you're in a serious relationship with them unfortunately you now have a kid (laughs) and if you're like me like I'm not just going to be like hey keep your kid like, oh, see, the I David, what's his name? Don't bring them kids over well, here. Well, the thing is, like, if I'm seriously, seriously dating you and I'm thinking about, okay, one day we're going to live together, one day we're going to, I'm not going to be like, hey, only bring your kid over when I'm not home. Like, I'm, I want <laughs> to. Every other weekend, I'll have a girl bed at the like, <laughs> like, I want to work it in. I'm that kind of person because while I'm not ready to have a family, I am very family focused. So I know that when it's time to have a family, this is, these are the dynamics that I want. And if there's already a kid involved, I want to make sure the kid is calmly and nicely worked into our the family that we are now building. That's extra fucking work. <laughs> That's so much extra work. Whereas if it's just you and your person, and y'all are having our first kids together, there's no extra understanding. There's no extra sensitiveness that you have to go through in order to work a kid into your new family. So that happened to me two distinct times and I feel like even though going in I knew that there was a kid I still tried to like put it aside and make it seem like alright well it's alright like this could still go pretty fine like not like everything could still be fine right? and things didn't like shut down in those situations like because of the kid but it it was a factor. It was definitely a factor. Um, in understanding them and where their mind was. And then also seeing how uh, they treated their kid. How they were around their kid. Like, it was all that. 
um, that factors in. And then also not getting fully what I want. I've compromised on that too. Like not fully getting like, I'm a, you guys know I love love. <laughs> I love love. I love affection. I love um, long talks, like all the shit. And being, a lot of men are emotionally unavailable. In general. That's usually how some men are. But in dating, I realized that I've compromised what I've met super. Like, there's that that basic level of men who don't show emotion, who are not very emotional beings. And then there's men who are super closed off. Like, a step above the regular male lifestyle. And I've met these people and still have been like, yeah, it's okay. We can still work it out. Which, if you're like me and you're a super emotional person, do not be with someone who is emotionally unavailable. Do not think that you can break down any walls. Do not think that because you love them so much and that they'll see that and that it'll change them somehow. Like, that's the that was my biggest, biggest takeaway from all of those guys because there's only one guy who was as melty as me and he's also a Pisces <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> he's also like a water sign man very sensitive very blah but like other than that like if they are not emotionally available for you do not try to penetrate a wall you will be beating a dead horse <laughs> stop falling in love with potential that's the thing that I'm like very very keen on but that's all that's all folks still nah, but applications is getting cold out here you know? <laughs> and I for for the ladies that are dating I just want first of all if you're 25 and under and you're dating like don't feel like you you have to date these men and like they all have to like one of them all have to end up being the one like that's you could literally just be dating don't feel like you have to rush and find a soulmate don't feel like it could be worse the thing about your soulmate is that he gonna be there right and while you're trying to sit here and work out a man you could be working on yourself that's it that's that's because that's what's gonna be there in the end you're never gonna leave yourself right (laughs) and don't ever like that's why when when she's saying compromise like she's saying compromise within reason if you're losing yourself within, comp- within compromising, time to go. Right. And know when it's time to go. And like I said, learn to properly um, go through your detachment. Learn your healthy ways of detaching. You don't always have to hate the person to move on. You can just be like, you know what? This is what it is. This is what the person served. This is what I learned about myself. And bounce. And be you know. Out. How that goes. Let us know how y'all feeling about your healing process when it comes to relationships. Let us know about your healing process in general, but especially when it comes to relationships. Like, right. what made? How did you bounce back? I said take a L, but tonight I bounced back. Bro, these fucking hot and honey. This episode is brought to you by Wise Cheese Doodles. No, it's not. Where's our money? <laughs> Nah, facts. A lot of a lot of people. What's their email address? Wise at gmail.com. 
have customers a they, uh, yeah they have their address they don't have a phone number oh we're pulling up then <laughs> are they in new york pennsylvania that's not far <laughs> i could walk there six hours walking sis we gonna be there in four months because you know my ass get distracted i could be like oh there's a restaurant Let's try. If you're walking on the highway, you're going to speed that ass up. <laughs> yeah, because I'm scared of 16 right. wheelers. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Bye.